So hey guys, as Silas mentioned, uh, my name is Sean. I've been coming to Hope now for about, how long has it been? Like consistently I've been here about three years. Before that I was here for like a summer and then I would go away to school. Um, so I'm basically going to share what's referred to as my testimony or the story of how I came to Christ because unlike most of you here, I didn't grow up in a Christian household. Um, or my parents are both Catholic and faith was never really a big part of my life um, until I got older. Uh, so that being said, um, so basically, like I said, my parents raised me Roman Catholic. I went to church every Sunday, did what I was supposed to do. Um, but my parents and the Catholic church never really encouraged me to have a relationship with Jesus quite like the way you guys are being taught to. Um, and basically I like, I would go to church every Sunday, but I always hated it. Like it was just boring to sit there for an hour and listen to a bunch of stuff I didn't care about. Um, and it wasn't till I was about 19 that uh, I stopped going to church because um, my grandmother on my mom's side of the family, she passed away when I was really young. And um, I knew that my grandfather, uh, her husband, had stopped going to church for a while at that time. And uh, we were talking one day and I asked him like, hey, so like, why did you stop going to church? when I was younger and um, it was because of what happened to my grandmother. Uh, he felt that God had been cruel to her, um, done something horrible to her and he couldn't understand how a good God could do something so wrong to someone who was his child. Um, and at the time I, agreed with him. So it wasn't that I stopped believing in God. Um, it's just, I didn't want anything to do with him. I was like, took my grandmother from me. Like, I can't forgive you for this. Um, oh, and, um, it wasn't until a couple of months later, want to kind of warn you guys in advance, I'm not going to describe details, but, um, something pretty traumatic happened for me. Uh, I was in a car accident with that uh, grandfather. I got T-boned on my side and I had a car door crushed in on me. Um, and pretty much the whole right side of my body was broken. Um, I was asleep when it happened and I woke up uh, in the ER and I had no idea what was going on or what happened. And um, basically the doctor, um, after he explained my injuries, was like, I gotta be honest with you. He's like, I've been doing this for 20 plus years and about like three quarters of the cases he had personally seen of people who had less injuries than I did, didn't even make it to the ER. Um, and I remember his exact words, um, where you're a miracle kid. Um, and this was after I had stopped going to church and I had kind of forsaken God. So I was in the hospital that first night and, um, 
I woke up at about 1.30 in the morning in the worst pain I've ever felt in my entire life because my pain meds had worn off. And, uh, you know, like I said, the right side of my body was broken. So I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything but stare up at the ceiling. And I'm sitting there, like, waiting for the nurse to, to come. And I'm just staring at the ceiling, and I'm like, God, why? Like, why me? I, I, I know you had something to do with this, but, like, are you punishing me? You know, is, uh, am I, like, why, why me? Um, and, well, I never really got an answer. Um, and for the next four years, I kind of tried to do life on my own terms. Um, I tried to live the best way I could. I tried to be more altruistic, give back to other people, because I had convinced myself I was living on borrowed time. Um, but I was still miserable. Um, those were probably some of the worst times of my life. Um, and it wasn't until I went to college in 2018 um, that the first day I get there, uh, I meet my RAs, who are both Christians, and they were on leadership for a Christian club that we had on campus. It was called Stockton Christian Fellowship. And my first reaction when I heard them, I was like, Christians. Like, I just totally dismissed it. But then um, my first week at school was pretty rough. I didn't know anyone. Uh, I was pretty lonely. Uh, I was 23 years old, and I lived in the same house my whole life. I was really comfortable. Um, and I was walking by my RA's roommate, roommate, Lauren, on the staircase, and just out of nowhere, uh, I asked her, I'm like, hey, Lauren, like, do you want to talk about God? And if you knew her, you'd know the face she made. Um, like, her face just lit up like a Christmas tree. It was, like, it was magical. Um, she's like, yeah, 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 let me grab my Bible. And um, I was like, yeah, yeah, take your time. And uh, we sat down, we talked. Um, I explained to her my grievances or my problems at the, the time with God. And um, she asked me, it's like, well, why do you say like God did something evil? Like, cause you think that I'm like, you know, and the, the circumstances surrounding my grandmother's death, I was like, well, I don't see what other possibility there could be. And she's like, is there the possibility that God was testing your grandmother rather than punishing her or doing something cruel? And I was like, I'd never considered that possibility before. And um, so that, that started to kind of like make me doubt, like, oh, maybe I've been wrong about this. And um, then she asked me, like, what if I told you there was evidence to prove that God's real. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, you know, um, she explained to me the concept of apologetics, like scientific evidence to support uh, the things that happened in the Bible. And I, uh, then I was like, yeah, okay, now I'm curious. She's, we talked for about an hour and a half, and um, 
she's like, hey, I got to go to leadership meeting um, for SEF was happening that night. And she's like, I got to go, but you're, we'll drive you over. Uh, you'll just have to wait outside for like an hour or so while they have the leadership meeting. And I was like, yeah, I got nothing else to do. It's my first week of school, so it's no homework or anything. And um, I went and I was incredibly nervous at first. You guys might be shocked to believe this because uh, to most of you, I probably seem like a very social person, um, but I have crippling social anxiety. Like I am terrified of being in like rooms full of people um, that I don't know. It's like awful. So my first time at SCF, I walked into a room of about 40 people and I just froze. I was like so afraid to move. And um, there were all these people and they all just like welcomed me with open arms. Like, oh, like hey, how you doing? Like, what's your name? They're asking me all these questions and I'm like, uh, um, and I remember I was like, I've never met a group of people so like friendly before, or, uh, people who were genuinely interested and cared. Um, and uh, the first sermon I ever really had preached to me uh, was on James uh, chapter 1, verse 2. It says, uh, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And I was like, hold on, wait a second. He's telling me to be joyful in the midst of trials? I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, I'm supposed to be happy when I'm like going through all these difficult times and everything. But like, then I was reading it again, and I'm like, Oh, be joyful uh, because you're, uh, the testing of your faith is producing steadfastness, meaning uh, preparedness or some would consider steadfastness strength. It's like, oh, wait, so these trials are actually making me better or stronger. Like, they're, they're not just there for no reason. Um, there's a meaning behind our struggles. It says, let steadfastness have its full effect. That means you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Um, it reminds me of a different verse uh, in John. It says, uh, you know, Christ not only came uh, to give us eternal life, but that we would live life abundantly. Um, perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. That sounds like abundant life to me. Um, and I was like, I heard this preached and um you know with everything that had happened i had had some serious trials in my life and i was like i get it now like all of that pain i had to go through it had a purpose um there was a meaning to it it was it was to bring me back to god and he did it so perfectly in his own time he he grabbed me exactly when i needed him and he gave me a greater family than I ever could have asked for or deserved. Um, and a couple of weeks later, I uh, I was in a parking lot uh, outside 
where he had SCF, and that was the the night I uh, I consider to have given my life to Christ. Um, but about a year a year later, uh, on October thirteenth, twenty nineteen, uh, I got baptized by uh, my best friend, my brother. He's like my Paul, and I'm his Barnabas. Um, and I formally gave my life to Christ in front of my entire church down in South Jersey. So some people would say like, oh, that was the beginning of my Christian life. But I, I, already, knew the, I already knew it was there way before then. Um, and the rest is kind of history. Um, this September will be the five-year anniversary of uh, that night in the parking lot, and I have I've learned a lot. I learned a lot really quickly. Um, I have some great brothers. I was about to say friends. They're brothers who have helped me and guided me. Um, and even though they they live far away now, we still live in touch and I still feel the same way about them every time we see each other. It's like no time has gone by. Um, I'm very grateful for the family that God has given me and um, I want you all to know that you are a part of that family. You guys are my brothers and sisters. Oh, and I want to share one more verse with you. Uh, it's my favorite verse, actually. Um, it's 1 John 3.16. Not John 3.16, 1 John 3.16. It says, By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. Um, it was a constant reminder for me that God loved me first, even when I hated him and rejected him. And he never stopped loving me. He still hasn't. Um, and he has given me the ability to love others. And I am always happy to lay down my life for my friends. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you, Sean. Thank you.